0: Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast brought to you by Modern Exterminating.
1: We know what bugs you.
0: GBO Podcast where we're talking GameCock basketball only. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. And Bryce, this uh it's a Monday afternoon here. We're coming to we're uh talking about a weekend of Carolina hoops.
1: What happened, Sumter?
0: Well, exactly what we said was gonna happen. We both thought when we did this podcast Tuesday night. That we'd probably end up going one and one on the weekend.
1: And I thought that would happen, but I thought it would happen the other way around, where yeah. we would have won the first
0: game and yeah. lost the second. And then maybe lose to Minnesota, who's who's a little bit of a better team. So for everybody out there that's unaware, the uh the Gamecocks played in one of these little tournaments in, in Asheville this weekend. They played on Friday night and at then the
1: Asheville Championship.
0: It looked like just a glorious event center for basketball.
1: It was probably a place built in the eighties and it hasn't been updated since the eighties. Yeah. Half of the GBO podcast was on hand.
0: Yeah. The other half was at a wedding or would have been on hand
1: you just got to plan have better friends that plan, you know, weddings better. Yeah,
0: yeah, but sure. It it was during football season too, but we're
1: not going to get into that
0: on it, the GBO. We're the GBO.
1: Box. That's right. Who cares about football?
0: But uh but the arena looked the arena looked fun.
1: And there was a, probably a crisp 500 people there.
0: It also looked very silent. <laughs> a lot of empty seats. A lot of empty seats. You made it down to the floor, didn't you? I made
1: it down the floor. I had a friend of the podcast uh, find me some seats on the baseline where I could really talk to the players and hear what Frank had to say about some defensive lapses.
0: I heard you. Uh, I heard you tried to make fun of the Princeton
1: players' GPA. I did. If you listen to the ESPN replay, I made a mention that their GPA wasn't very high, Thank in you. which the Princeton team thought was hilarious because one, I think they all have like yeah, it's almost perfect SAT scores. <laughs>
0: so, uh, so anyway, we played Princeton on Friday night and we lost. And so then that meant that we played the loser of the Minnesota Western Kentucky game, which was Western Kentucky who we played Sunday night and we won. Correct. We ended up going one and one. It would have been a much better one and one if we had be- beaten Princeton and and, uh, and lost to Minnesota.
1: Well, I hated being there and seeing a loss because Frank, all in the offseason, said we had these dominant shooters, people that could score in the clutch. And my deep fear deep down was, is Frank just giving us words because we lost a majority of our team and we really had, you know, did we really still have some holes?
0: We're, we're getting to know these. We're still getting to know these and players. And it came down
1: to clutch time and... You know, we lost 66 62, which it looked closer at the end. Yeah. But it got
0: Cousinard to. Hit, hit some threes. It got to a 10 yeah.
1: 12 point down the stretch before Cousinard hit a few threes. And that was the big thing of the night I want to get into. We couldn't make a three pointer to yeah. save our lives. So I
0: guess my question you said that Frank has been talking about having these shooters, these dominant shooters. Well, I guess is they talk-
1: are good at shooting.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like, like, is that what he's talking about? That he's just got guys that are going to shoot. You know, are and, you making
1: uh, a reference to a certain player that likes to shoot and maybe let's just say he keeps shooting, but it doesn't go like, in the basket.
0: So, so new Gamecock transfer Eric Stevenson has been is it's just an experience watching him play. He does so many things well. The shot looks good, except his three point shots just don't go in.
1: But his defense, he I think he had six steals six the first steals, night,
0: six for six from the foul line.
1: He makes his free throws; don't even touch the rim. Perfect.
0: Yeah, just. Maybe stop shooting the three. He was, he and he was, was wide o- open on he, a few of them. I'm talking for, wide open. I believe he was 0 for ten against Princeton, one for eight, uh, one for eight against uh against Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky for one for eighteen on the weekend.
1: And what's that for the season? Two for twenty
0: five on the year.
1: Uh, that's not a high percentage, Sumter. You're a, uh, you're a you're a math eight, guy. It's eight percent. Ooh. He would make eight out of hundred. Speaking to that, for the majority of the game, till Kuzenard's late couple threes, we got down to five point four percent as a team. Yes, we made, I believe, our first three pointer and didn't make in one to the end of the night.
0: Yeah, it, it was it was absolutely terrible. But so let's actually let's get into the Princeton game sure. here. So Princeton game starts. We open up and uh, kind we of we kind of take care of business yeah, early on. So like we kind of push them around.
1: They realize that I think they realize that we're a big SEC team. We started. Gray and Levesque Which yep. was kind of a big lineup Because we had Wilson unexpectedly out I think he, Frank mentioned he had some back spasms So he didn't play this weekend And that meant Gray and Levesque, and they kind of pushed people around We scored early, I think it got to 19-9 to 9. Early on, and we were just really controlling business. Yeah. And then from then, twenty two to six run in yep. the half.
0: Yep they, they we go to we go to the half we go to the half thirty losing thirty one twenty five,
1: and they dominated us down the stretch. They yeah. just they realized that we didn't have guys that could make open jump shots no. consistently. Yeah,
0: and uh, second half second half we kind of chip away at it a little bit as the half starts open. They they come out cold. They don't score for a while. Um, and I think
1: we tied it. I believe we I took think a it, lead.
0: We took I, a lead on the Kuzenard uh, had a nice little steal and uh, threw it up to. I
1: believe 35-33 as we took a small lead.
0: And then uh and then we took one again. It it kind of changes back and forth. But uh Kuzenard has a nice little steal and um, passes the ball up to Levesque. and we go up forty two forty one. Okay, uh, for a dunk. I tweeted at that moment in time, it might have been the last time we had the lead.
1: <laughs> and after that, they made about three or four threes in a row. And even their backup center comes off the bench. And yeah. just our, our big men kind of like get relaxed on a pick and roll. And they don't come out to guard yeah. power forward or centers that, that can shoot a three. And when the backup center for Princeton hit a three, I was like, man, we're in trouble. And I'm talking, they had about a three, four minute stretch of a couple, three or four threes. And we went from. Up one or two, down two or three, to down 12, and all of a sudden it was a different game. And that's when Frank lost it on the sideline because he did not like our defensive coverage, is what I would say.
0: No, and what's funny is, is that we were playing really good defense, too. Like, we got a bunch of steals. We, we won the turnover battle in this game. I mean, like...
1: The uh, first game of the weekend we, we did we win.
0: Out- we out-rebounded them. Uh, we, We're we, a lot
1: bigger. We should have.
0: We out-rebounded them forty-five thirty-six.
1: But they make jump shots in clutch situations. Sumter.
0: We we uh they turned the ball over eighteen times to our eleven. We had twelve steals to their
1: two. It wasn't turnover related. We could not score to save yeah. our lives in the second half. Yeah. And it got to the point where it reminded me last year, when Lawson wasn't scoring, and Cousinard had a bad game, we'd lose by twenty. In this game, we didn't have the clutch performers late in the show until Kuznar made a couple 2-3-3s three, down the stretch, at like the last minute or two, that made it a lot closer right. at the end. But we were pushed around and embarrassed by Princeton in the second half. And I hope that was just a one-game situation on the season. I hope that doesn't turn into the regular. Because, of course, with Bryant coming back after the f- five-game suspension, it will help. But... I've always said with this Canecock team, you need to have three high performers each game. Yeah. Last year you had Lawson, Cousinard, Bryant. When those three scored 15-plus, we always won. But this year you had Cousinard. I think he had 16. Levesque had 14. We had a one or two guys, eight, ten points. But we didn't have that third dominant player. Yeah. And when it came to clutch situation when we needed a basket, we couldn't score, and that's why we lost.
0: Right. And uh, and we didn't make shots. And we lose to Princeton, and the team that we put out there on the on the floor could should have beaten them. We should have won this game. They're a they're a. There's no reason half. for
1: us to lose to an Ivy League school.
0: They're they're a bottom half Kim team. Maybe not bottom half, but they're like one sixty something on. Kim-Pom. They were
1: projected third in their conference of the Ivy League, and Princeton puts a decent. I'm not going to yeah. say they're the worst team. You know, they put a decent basketball product out there, but they didn't even play basketball last year. The Ivy League canceled their basketball season. Right. I don't think any
0: of the guys are on scholarship. If you guys
1: can tell, I was very frustrated at the game being there and just watching us getting pushed around by a guys a bunch of guys that had 1500 SAT scores.
0: And I and I think we need to uh and I think we need to talk about this is that like we one of the problems with Frank Martin or that Frank Martin has had at Carolina, especially since the final four, but even before it is we lose these out of conference games. To you you know, the teams that we should win. Q
1: three or Q four losses right. that happen every non conference. And now it's
0: gonna and to make the tournament now, I mean it's gonna take
1: Well we talked preseason. We were hoping for a nine and four at least and ten and three great non conference yeah. out of the thirteen non conference games.
0: And and I just don't like but these games we have to win. And uh, it's gonna take with every Princeton loss. That's another SEC game that we have to win. You know, we're not going twelve and six in the SEC.
1: That's what we're gonna have to do.
0: Right, but we're not gonna do it. And Unless so, something
1: surprises, or this thing was a one-off game. It's possible. Yeah. But with a Frank pattern of games, we see two to three terrible losses. The in The only
0: time, the only time Frank Martin has made the NCAA tournament in his career, how many non-conference games did he lose?
1: I think it was one or two.
0: I think it was three. Cause Thornwell, okay. Thornwell was suspended.
1: That's right. We lost the Clemson game. We lost the Temple game. because Seaton Hall. Because of Thornwell and, being out.
0: Th- 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 Thornwell, Thornwell got suspended, and we, we lost like three games in a row. But then he came I'm, back. And I'm we, not looking at the roster yeah. right now. But and we, we
1: hit it hard early in the SEC, and then we lost a few down the stretch. But, like every but, two but, down the stretch.
0: But that year, we and, and it was three
1: legitimate teams. Seton Hall was a top 50 team. Yeah, I mean they were they were ranked 17. Temple was top 50. And Clemson, I believe, was ranked. Yeah, both Seton Hall was ranked
0: too when they they were like 17 or 18 or something when when they beat us that season. But I mean, no bad out of conference losses. 12 and six in the SEC, and we barely made 11 and seven. We went 11 and and six before. Okay, I might be wrong. Okay, yeah, but but uh, like good SEC record, solid. Barely, and we barely barely made the tournament.
1: Barely fell in as a tenth seed in Greenville, which will, which was wonderful. It was just beautiful. Yes,
0: it was. But uh, but But we're not going
1: to reminisce about four years ago.
0: We have not been ranked since, and part of the reason why we have not had a ranked basketball since basketball team since then is that we keep losing these games that we are supposed to win, and so we can't even build up a base to generate any type of excitement for this basketball but team. But what
1: if we have listeners that say this is just a one-time thing and everything else is going to be fine in well, non-conference?
0: So, if, if two listeners out there that say that this is just a one-time thing, I I do understand the argument that you're making, and I understand what the what members of the media were saying after this game happened, in that this team is better than that game, and that this team down the stretch is going to be a better basketball team than that we have to give them time the problem with this mindset is that this is year 10 we shouldn't be still giving time in year 10 this is year what five since the final uh, frank four? said
1: a uh, half of our team is young and they need time to gel
0: frank has said half of our team is young in every season since the final four heck he probably said it in that final four season from from time to time and uh and the the problem is that we have is that we keep piecing these Gamecock teams together with players that we don't know, you know, and, and we get introduced to these guys. I don't know if Eric Stevenson is going through a cold slump. All right. And that's
1: what happens to shooters.
0: Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or if he's just not a good three point shooter, the reason I don't know this is that I have never watched him play basketball until last week. And
1: And you always need to judge people over a course of a few games. So let's see what happens in the next two.
0: I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to hate him. I don't want to like, I don't want to wreck his confidence or, or turn on, on him as a player because he's just, because he's had a cold slump. The problem is Frank's just retention issues about never being able to return the same team, You, you know, the same concept of a team. And, uh, and so every year we're getting to know these new guys, and we, as a result, we have bad losses like to Princeton that we shouldn't have if we had players that already were gelled.
1: No, that's a good point. But I will say this: Stevenson's shot—it looks good. It's not like a TJ Moss shooting a three. No, I bet the kid you, did where shoot. Where you cringe when the shot goes up? Right. Stevenson looked like he his shot before. It's just every time it rolls off.
0: Yeah, and it and and he he clearly. He's currently shooting 8% on the season. He has never, this is his. Could you
1: or I go out there and just throw up some shots? Can Joe Schmo on the sideline, come off the bench, come out the sideline out of the stands and make more than two three-pointers?
0: I could not imagine how awful I would look playing in a college basketball We're not best
1: game. in shape kind of guys is no, what you're saying. No. Okay. It, it
0: just like the ball would come to me. I would throw it over the backboard. I would be, I would, I would rush it. But so some
1: much. people might say in rec league that you're an athlete. Well, you know,
0: the, the, these are different times. Not anymore. Not anymore in rec league. Those days are long gone.
1: Shout out to the team that we did a few years ago <laughs> at the, uh, rec gym at the, uh, at Sand Hills, where
0: it was more than a few years ago, man. Oh man, <laughs> Darren Horn might've been the coach oh, of the game. Let's don't bring that back. out.
1: Those are dark days.
0: <laughs> uh, but, uh, but so, the team, yes, this team needs to gel. Yes, this team needs to play together. But the reason, and, and if you want to say that the reason that we lost is that the team, is that the team wasn't, has, needs to gel, and that they need to keep playing together to figure this out, well then that's 100% on Frank, because he's put forth a team that has no chemistry because none of the guys have played together.
1: Like and we don't want to be doom and gloom. We just wanted to give you guys the thoughts that we had initially cuz it was just frustrating. It sounds like it's all coming back again in I, year I, 10.
0: Yeah, and I, th- there were a lot of fans that were frustrated. There were a lot of like if you if you looked at at uh, some of the Twitter mentions of some members of Here we go again. Of the media, yep. you, you know, like like they were they were having to respond to fans, you know, just basically saying like you know, just this is a fair point, and Frank and and they actually were saying, and if it doesn't come together, it might be it for Frank. They're at least right. acknowledging that uh, at this point, but um, but yeah, the, I there are there are people out there that agree with us. This team has to gel in order to make the tournament. But anyway,
1: well, I did want to mention. Can I mention two players sure. that were my surprises? I was really impressed from with the Princeton from the Princeton from the Princeton game. The Princeton game and, Levesque with a double, double 12 and ten, six of six he from was the floor. He is starting to pick up that offensive game because last year he was defense. He's going to be a good player. And I think he's getting to the point where he's starting to realize that he's a big boy yeah. and can push people around at 6'10", 220, 230. I think, he, I think he's starting to grow into the, thought, the, the player that we thought he was going to be when he the, got here.
0: They're less fun now because we lost, but man, there were some good dunks.
1: He knows what he's doing. 12 and 10. Like and his, per- head,
0: his, head was, his head was above the rim on one of them. It, hey, was, it was obscene. When you
1: go 6 of 6 from the floor, 32 minutes, very impressive showing. Yes. I also did want to mention Woodley, who played 19 minutes. He brought like this kid. He probably wasn't going to play a lot if Wilson's healthy, but he came off the bench with four points, four rebounds, but he actually looked like he belonged a little bit. Now, yeah. it was Princeton, and he was able to push some of them around because he's, what, 6'9", 280, but he looked... Somewhat efficient. I didn't expect that from him early on. He looked good in the upstate game. He looked. I really liked watching him in the upstate game.
0: He looked really good there too. Um, the 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 team has some good, Like I'm excited about some of these players.
1: And you see Carter and um, and Wright come off the bench. Wright, I feel like is still learning yeah. a little bit, hesitant out there. Um, Carter is. We'll talk about this coming up in the next well, let's, game.
0: Let's just lead into Western Kentucky right well, now. Well, you saw
1: it with the Princeton yeah. that you saw. Carter is a guy that can drive to the bucket. We probably haven't had someone that consistently did that since Thornwell. Because yeah. what is one thing that every Frank team struggles each game to game? What does the other team do? Quadruple the amount of the time than we do. Tell get, us. Get to the free throw line. We are always in the in single digits of getting to the free throw line each game and that started to show this weekend. Anyway, let's go into the next game.
0: So so g- g- sticking with Carter and Western Kentucky. Uh so obviously the Gamecocks win Sunday night against Western Kentucky and look good doing it. And and Carter obviously that was the surprise. It's not even you know any listener out there that watched is going to agree with us on this one, but man, didn't that kid have a good game?
1: I'm telling you, 4 of 10 from the floor but 8 of 8 from the free throw line. Yeah. I love that, but also he got fouled Uh, what three or four times just driving hard to the bucket and he was getting fouled and so that's great that he actually can drive thornwell would do this
0: as a uh all the time especially when he was like a sophomore and a junior but before his senior year and the team was really struggling he'd have these games where he'd score where, where he'd go like Four of fifteen from the uh, four? Uh, 11, uh, yeah, but then eleven for thirteen from the free throw line, or like something. that
1: Alabama game where he had what forty? Not even that. but not even that. Yeah.
0: No, not even that. Like, I, there's an Iowa State game that, that's that's on my mind. Okay. His his fresh his sophomore year when we were ranked. We beat him in the Big or, Twelve or they, Challenge, SEC me, Big they, Twelve they Challenge. Were, they were ranked, right? And and this was when you know it was very acceptable to be excited about Frank's team, about Frank's young team okay. learning to grow, okay. you know, and uh, and we couldn't score down the stretch. And Thornwell, like, I haven't looked at the box score of this in a while, but I think in, like, the second half, he ends up going, like, 10 for 10 from the free throw line or something. It, I, I'm sure I've exaggerated it a little bit, but, like, he did not have a good game from the floor, but he just kept getting to the rim and getting fouled down the stretch of this game. And Carter did that against Western Kentucky. Eight
1: of eight. And yeah. if you look at the nearest next person on the line was Kuznar, three of four. So just it was impressive to see. We weren't just settling for jump shots. And I don't think Carter is a jump shot shooter, but he can really drive to the basket. So I'm curious to see if that grows throughout and, the year.
0: And if he can keep that... Obviously, he's not going to shoot 100% on the season. But we, if, he can, if he can shoot that, if he can keep that free-throw line,
1: you know, Are good. you saying Frank doesn't have players that can consistently make oh. it from the free-throw line? No, I'm just saying guys don't shoot 100%. Well, it's I'm also saying. because we're probably last <laughs> or every other year in the SEC in free-throw shooting.
0: Hopefully, that'll change because maybe, you know, Carter's going to be getting to the line a bunch. But so anyway, so Carolina beats Western Kentucky last night. 75-64. and uh, And... All in all, the team played really well. Uh, James Reese had a really good game, especially early.
1: Made four threes early. I think three in the first half, one in the second half. Really, I guess he would looked hesitant in the Princeton game. He was very dominant yeah. compared to last game. The,
0: the team was, I think, four for 26 against Princeton. They were nine for 27 against Western uh, West. I'm assuming Kentucky. that's a higher percentage. It was a much higher percentage. That's good. Yeah. And uh, from three, it's still not
1: great, but... Uh, it's, well, Western Kentucky is not – this is not the Western Kentucky teams of old. Rick Stansbury, the old Mississippi State coach, is the coach, and they're not as dominant as the years past, but they they didn't shoot well early, so we got up, and I think it was kind of a 10-point game early. They made it close a little bit in the second half, but really we kept it at 10 to 15 range towards right. the end, They got a little bit closer, but really we shot better, and we kind of – when it got a little bit close, we would score the buckets and keep it in that eight to ten point range. So yeah. that was good to see that we could keep a distance lead and keep it the whole game. Yeah. Now this
0: weekend, you want to know what did happen? What's that? What's that? We got our first dose
1: of Frank Martin proven points. Ooh, what? What? What is? What is the Frank Martin prove point? Well, what he, does that mean, Sumter? He, he played a walk on. He did play a walk on. Now Wilson. In both games. Yep. Yeah, now with Wilson being out. Brandon Martin came in a few minutes in the first game, but really the second game, he played 18 minutes, and Frank got very frustrated. It wasn't really because of foul trouble with our big men, Gray Levesque. He just wanted to, what's the best way to prove a point to a D1 athlete, Sumter, if you're Frank Martin? Put him on the bench. And put a walk on in. So that's what Frank did. Now, Brandon Martin did okay. Made four points. He wasn't like a statue. He had four points. He wasn't a statue out there. He had seven. Ooh, I'm off. Yeah, he had seven. He he was three for three from the f- floor, and he
0: made a three pointer. So he's he, he made it. He took one three. Brandon, the walk on, took one three point shot this this weekend, and he made as many threes as Eric Stevenson did, taking eighteen of them.
1: <laughs> I must have fell asleep on that three pointer. I do not remember that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but so he 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 played fine, and I will say this
0: about proving a point. He started doing it in the Princeton game and I was starting to get really mad while I was watching it and then he took it back out. But uh in the Western Kentucky game we at least won. You and know, but he, like but he
1: was out there for a good 12 15 minutes yeah. in that second half and Frank was just he was tired of our defensive our our big men not playing defense so he sat him on the bench not even with foul trouble and played him the pretty much the whole second half. Maybe maybe Brandon Martins, you know.
0: Uh, uh, is, is
1: I think when Wilson's as- back because Wilson has the great defense from yeah. his George Mason years. So it was just interesting to see that at least he's capable yeah. if he's going to come in for the Frank Martin yeah. prove a point. I mean, he, he, he played, he scored. He, he didn't look like he was lost. Now when he plays dominant sec big men, cause Frank's playing him at the four when he was a three at USC upstate. Right. So at an sec school with a dominant big man, that probably won't work out well. Right. Again, you know Western Western Kentucky Conference USA foe a little bit different, so we'll see what happens throughout the year. But maybe he's as good as Steele. Well, Brian Steele was the best walk on I've ever seen play at Carolina.
0: Yeah, to the point where he he earned a scholarship, didn't he? Well,
1: we started calling him the Steele Curtain. Yeah, just because. Well, he just he constantly played yeah. well,
0: and uh, he's he's now the he's now an assistant coach, Brian Steele, making
1: that money. Yeah. Anyway, but I, w- I did want to mention Chico Carter hasn't been playing a lot. Have you noticed that? So he's like very rarely playing two, three minutes a game, and I don't know why that is because he played a lot of ball. Yeah, at Murray State. He
0: he he played a lot of ball. He he shot and the, he shot, shot the, over
1: forty percent. He shot. I don't know if he's well having a. Now, when Frank doesn't play you a lot, it's probably because he's not having good practices. But which just interesting that could he hasn't played a lot.
0: I mean, he played a little against Upstate, but he did not come in the upstate game until after it was, it was under control. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I am interested to see about Chico Carter going forward.
1: And then we saw Manot play a little bit more. He didn't play a lot in the first game. So it was good to see him out there and he's lost a lot of weight, lost about 30 pounds from, you know, Trayvon last year. So he's lost his weight, which I thought was good to see from a body perspective. And I'm talking body and weight. I'm a weirdo. But he lost 30 pounds. He I mean, looked good out there. I mean, he, he he was a big guy
0: last year and needed to... And needed. To so, see overall,
1: Cousinard was 16, Reese was 14, Carter was 16. As I mentioned, the three principle. You got three yeah. guys that play well, you're going to win the game. So, it was good to see and get back to the winning ways. Hopefully, the Princeton game was a one-off. It just makes us worry about, here we go again from the past. So, we'll see. but
0: And, and hopefully, this Carter thing is...
1: Maybe it's early on prove a point time for him too. Well, we don't know, but maybe
0: he's good. You, you know, like hopefully this is a sign that Carter can be good. I would, I would love to see some of these freshmen like if become good and and a part of the uh, the, the core rotation. Right. If this team does gel and get better, obviously a lot of that is going to be the fifth year seniors that are going to be doing that, who are going to be gone next year, and we're going to have to replace them
1: because we'll in, return our whole team except for Reese and Wilson.
0: Right. And Stevenson or Stevenson no, Stevenson's
1: has another year.
0: Okay. I get COVID messes everything That's up because right, everybody it. gets a freebie.
1: But anyway, we'll see. 75, 64 good win. Takes us to two and one on the year and takes us to UAB coming up on Thursday, Thursday night. night. And, and what's Wal- what's what you know about UAB? What do you know about UAB? Who's their coach? Is it still uh, is it still Andy Kennedy, the former so Ole is, Miss coach, Frank's buddy from his Cincinnati coaching? Base. I was gonna miss
0: that. I was gonna guess somebody else, but I always liked Andy Andy Kennedy.
1: Well, he won twenty games a year at Ole Miss. A lot. Yeah,
0: he was he was really good at Ole Miss.
1: But he kind of burned out. The team didn't you know won out Maybe so. maybe not really good. He was good. He was at efficient. Ole miss. He was yeah. he had those Dave Odom nit years where you get a lot of wins in nit, but. He's the UAB coach. They're starting out 3-0. They haven't really played anybody, but it'll be an interesting test against a pretty good UAB team that made oh, the NCAA. Man. Oh, so this is going to be terrible. We're going to lose. Yeah, well, you <laughs> never know. I mean, Frank, we can have a, every team. Every team and night is different who, who shows up on the floor. And who, true. If you're a Frank Martin hey, team, it could be a whole different set of get, five players playing.
0: At some point. Eric Stevenson's gonna go like seven for nine from three. I can't wait for that and game and I'm gonna love it. It's gonna game be fantastic. Fox, Twitter will rejoice. Yes, it will. It will. It will. It will. Um, but yeah. Uh, so the men play UAB on Thursday and then they got Walford on Tuesday. Which, and there's
1: a, yeah two more games without. Oh, I don't like Bryant. So we'll Wal-Walford, see what happens.
0: Walford without Bryant. Just well, we'll
1: talk about that in, in another week.
0: Makes me nervous. But we did have the ladies play a game. Yeah, they played South Dakota State Friday night right before our game. We we filled up
1: ESPN we, News on Friday night of was seven, just, it was at just seven nine basketball. o'clock was I mean everyone on ESPN News was like From, who are these South Carolina teams it was seven
0: to eleven it was just uh, <laughs> on our, our TVs returned to ESPN News watching uh, watching Gamecock basketball only. Uh, <laughs>
1: And uh, the women looked great. Uh, well, we didn't expect them to look any differently after that NC State game. That's that's correct. 72-41 final over South Dakota really just beat the crap out of them. Got yeah, up early,
0: got up early. Uh, they they kept they were they kept doubling their score in the first half, which is always fun, you know and and uh, just.
1: And if you've noticed Henderson and Cook, Pretty much always lead the show in scoring with Boston. They have their big three handling yeah. business.
0: And um, Raven Johnson, first half, um,
1: c- comes her in, knee kind of buckled, and it looked painful. Um, and she was screaming. What she, looked like all the yeah, TV. It,
0: it looked really painful. Obviously, hope she's okay.
1: And uh, I think they had some X-rays done. The news hadn't come out, but hopefully, she can come back. But.
0: She, she, I think she came back out and sat with the team for the rest of the game, but then didn't, but uh, obviously, didn't play again. And so we're hoping that. Raven is okay and is gonna, you know, and isn't done for the season, but I'm not holding, I'm not like, yeah, look bad. I'm not optimistic on it. It, it looked, it did not look good. So
1: we'll see what comes out. Many more news. We'll let you guys know about that on Twitter probably. But, uh, but yeah, the, the women looked great. Um, just South Dakota didn't look like they belonged with us. They, the, the teams that they've been good in the past, I guess a lot of them have left and really just looked dominant. The, the whole t- I, I can't even have a negative i don't even think i have a negative of the game of course when you beat someone by 30 points that's great but it just looks like we know what we're doing 24/7
0: yeah but uh but yeah and so the women play uh the, the women play clemson next uh on wednesday wednesday night the women will play clemson um rivalry game obviously
1: and i think we've beaten them 10 or 11 years in a row yeah,
0: and uh, would be nice to get to get a win. Um, and um, and then they play in the Bad Boy Moat, uh, the Bad, bad Boy, boy Mowers Women's Battle for Atlantis, uh, on the uh, on this Saturday as well. And so we'll have lots more coverage for you on the. Uh, we'll, we'll have lots lots of women's basketball to talk about next week when we record.
1: Sounds good. Also, I did want to mention with recruiting, the men signed two guys in the early signing period. I think we mentioned a little bit about yeah. the 6'6 guy from Charlotte, but we also signed a guy that we had committed for a while, a 6'8 point guard from a small school in South Carolina. So North so these
0: are, th- these are commits that just signed their letter. They just they signed okay.
1: where Frank could actually talk about them. So we'll see what comes out of that. Great.
0: And so we still only have a recruiting class of two, right? Correct. Yeah.
1: Could grow to another, but we'll see. One guy did um, mention that he was going to sign in the regular recruiting period, not the early signing period. So we'll see what happens with that. But anyway, the ladies undefeated. Yeah. Men, two Two and and one. one. It's better than one and two. Week two of the GBO podcast is in the book.
0: Everybody make it out there for uh, the Clemson game on Wednesday night and the UAB game on Thursday. Hopefully we have
1: some good crowds. The The students came out for the men's game. The, the first game. For the,
0: hopefully this is a thing. The, the, this is a regular it thing. It makes
1: it a big deal to the team when the student section's packed. I don't know if they got extra loyalty points for showing up. I'm assuming that was the case. They, they play better when the student section's well, packed. Well, it's good to have a nice crowd yeah. because the regular crowd was a little bit lighter. So we'll hopefully yeah. have a better crowd on Thursday. All right. I think that's the end of our show. Where are we? Where can they contact us? On the uh, podcast.
0: You obviously find us on Twitter at GBO underscore pod. Also, if one thing that we're going to just do for the Gamecock basketball community, because it drives us crazy listening to Frank's press conferences. That's right. And the, and the excuses that he'll often make and the way that he tries to defend some of these just all too familiar Interesting calls uh, out of conference schedule losses. And so we'll have the we will try to have every press conference that he does on post our feet. game
1: and the Monday weekly with yeah.
0: Martin. But the the we've got both post games from uh from the weekend out there and the one that he did today on Monday. Yep. Uh, out there and so if you are if you are ever looking for his press conference.
1: They're hard to find. We put them out there for you. It might
0: just be the we might be the two the only two people that actually care about listening to and these. if you
1: want to send us an email we're at Gamecock basketball only at Gmail feel free to send us your questions we'll read you, read them on air yeah oh yeah there have got to be some people have some thoughts we, on gamecock basketball
0: the we can see that people are downloading the pot like
1: people do exist out there and, and are listening show yourself we've got a listener in New York
0: let us know who you are yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of people in yeah. New York
1: <laughs> it's amazing anyway guys good show. Sumter, we'll do it again next week. How's that sound? Sounds good, Bryce. All right. Go, Cox. See you guys next week.